When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. So they wanted a stable presence, a guy without a lot of scandals, so they hired someone who killed Steve. Yeah, the LSU way. Just going to put that out there just so uh, we don't get sued. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, well, thank you for that. I'm not sure whether I should be offended or taken as a compliment, but, but you know, <clears throat> go on. Put them both in a jousting tournament. It, none of it matters. Texas A&M is going to go 8-4 this year and half those kids are going to transfer. Are you sure? The season is fucking over. Yep. Fucking pain. All the pain. Oh, it's fucking terrible. Uh, I didn't want to record this week. I was thinking, I, work, I'm like, I don't want to fucking talk about this. That, this is this is why I don't text you on Saturday or Sunday for that matter. Because I, I I don't text you on Saturday because I know you're watching and I know you're in, intent on the game. And I don't text you Sunday because I don't want to deal with uh, an either upset or overly confident Kevin. Yeah, you know if uh, if you text me on Saturday and we're losing or lost, I'm gonna yell at you. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. That's why I just mm-hmm. don't do it. Not that you can't take it, but it's just no. an annoyance for you. Yeah, no, I, I know. I stay well away from, from Kevin when he's angry. Kiernan's actually pretty nice when Alabama loses, honestly. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll send a, a text every now and again with tough loss or whatever. But this, this whole season, after the Tennessee loss, I was like, oh, shit. And then, obviously, last week, I'm like, oh, my God. This is the earth is crumbling around Kevin. The last thing he needs is you, you someone probably, to comment on it. During the game, you were probably thinking, like, should I should I call his sister or his dad to make sure he's Honestly, alive? I should have, yeah. Because <laughs> I think you were gonna drink yourself into oblivion. Uh see, I was smart about it. I drank Friday. And ah, while I'm like clever. if I I, I my hangovers basically last all day now, so I can't drink as much after a night of drinking. So I couldn't get obliterated Saturday. Very clever. I like the way you think. That's a good strategy. Yeah. yeah. Also, I was tired of shit, so I was just sad and tired. <laughs> yeah. Bed is the correct answer for that. Yeah. No, it, it really was. Uh, I honestly, I I kind of expected it at this point. Uh, They've the- struggled not to lose to LSU, but I had sort of written off the college football playoffs for Alabama. I'm not saying as like an institution, uh, they've struggled all year. Their coordinators are fucking terrible. They couldn't could barely beat Texas on with a one legged 
Hudson Card. I mean, I no fucking team is going to do that and then win a national championship. <laughs> so honestly, I'd rather not go through the ho- horse and pony show and just see what the fuck's going on and watch us either win by a slim margin to another team in the play- semifinals and then get blown out in the natty or lose in the semifinals. Like, I, I don't want to see that. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand it. At that point, you'd, you'd be better off not making it at all. Because being blown out in the natty is a horrendous look. Being oh. blown out in the semifinals is a bad look, looking at you, Ohio State. Uh, but not nearly as bad as as the uh, as the natty. Yeah. No, See, that's I... that's why that's why Penn State is so great. They'll never make one, so it's perfectly fine. Our season is well over by week fourteen, and we can just relax and forget about any CFP hype. I feel like being a fan of a school like Penn State, like it's infuriating during mm. the season kind of at points, yeah. but also how high are your expectations every year for Penn State? Uh, right around 10. I think, I think 10 is a perfectly acceptable sort of, uh, sort of benchmark for it, us because it's not so low that it's like, Oh my God, Penn State's not a contender where it's not so high as well, we never really expected anything of them anyway. So it's a nice, healthy medium. Yeah, and, and I feel like, you know, nine wins is, you're not too disappointed with nine wins. And I think a right. nine-win Penn State team, like, that's a good year for them. Yeah, that's I agree. not yeah. just a good year. It's like an average year for them, I feel, with James Franklin. Yeah, I mean, I, I, although the silverware has been lacking, uh, I think that as a coach, Franklin has done as close to as much as he can with Penn state. And I'm not saying you should get rid of him because I mean, we have successful seasons. We have success with him. It's just, we just miss out. It seems uh, at least in the uh, big 10, we just miss out on, you know, either uh, a big 10 championship or, you know, uh, 14 and O or whatever, you know, like, you know, we, we just miss the cusp every year. It seems like. Yeah. Which I feel like, sort of sucks kind of always just missing yeah but 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 also i mean and this is part of the issue i have and i like having a game to decide the national championship i think it was dumb not having one in the past and just letting people vote on it i i have issues that a lot of people did uh but i do think there was something nice about it there was something that you could hang around because i felt like and there were fewer bowl games, so that was part of it as well. But there were fewer bowl games, so if you made a bowl, like that was a successful season right. for most teams in the country. Yeah. Makes sense. Now, Penn State also has the currently unpleasant fact that they have a good history. So to them at the time, just making a bowl game wasn't a good season. Right. But it it's still interesting. It's... They're a good team. Don't get me wrong. A lot of times when I was talking about James Franklin getting fired and coaching for a job, I was joking. I don't think he's that bad a coach. I mean, he won like what? Nine fucking games at Vanderbilt. Yeah. I, That's yeah. absurd. Yeah, exactly. I, I am annoying about Nick Saban being the goat. I think James Franklin might be the goat because he could get Vandy nine wins. Imagine what he could do at uh, Alabama. Just chef's kiss. <laughs> I forget. Is he an offensive or defensive guy? He's very much an offensive guy. All right, cool. We, we hey, have a do, you need, opening. do you need, do you have an opening or something? 
Oh, we are going to. Uh, I didn't put this on, but I was going to talk about this. So last year after Alabama lost to Texas A&M, Nick Saban said, oh, no, it was their, oh, after their win over LSU. Nick Saban said, I actually think he's done a pretty good job. I think we all had a bad game last week. He'll be the first to say that, and me too, because we're responsible for what happens in the field, and it wasn't good, especially on that side of the ball. But I don't think there's a reason to question what we've done all year. We're the number one scoring team in the the SEC, I think. Last week was not good. So basically saying, like, yeah, it wasn't great, but he knows that. We're working on it. I trust him. This year, after they lost to LSU, look, there's things we need to better in – we need to do better in every part of our organization. I'm not going to analyze somebody publicly good, bad, or indifferent. We're all working hard together. We're all responsible for what we do. Do we need to play better at both sides of the ball? Absolutely. That change in tone, Bill O'Brien has to be looking for a job now. If he wasn't before, first off, he's an idiot with all the openings, but he, he has to be looking for a job. Yeah, literally anything would be better than where he currently is. And I'm surprised in that change, that change of tone from Saban. It, it makes me think that by the end of this season, if there are any more mishaps, which knowing him, there will be <laughs> Bill O'Brien's head will be on a spike outside of Brian Denny. <laughs> yeah. It, to all, all comers. Yeah, it. It wasn't great, and uh, it sucks because Nick Saban a while ago, his, a big complaint he had was, yeah, we win, we do well, our coordinators go somewhere. Like, they go get head coaching jobs. Yeah. We want to have consistency at the coordinator position. It's been an issue, so unfortunately, being consistently bad is being consistent. <laughs> and it's... It's it's a, it's a in-season coaching carousel at Alabama. <laughs> It really is, and it sucks because how good all the skill players' positions that Alabama has. Jameer Gibbs, fucking phenomenal. Did you know we're third in the country in yards per attempt? I did not. I do. Did you know we're 88th in the country in attempts per game? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, no. You can laugh at it. It shows Bill O'Brien's incompetence. And look. I know we have the reigning Heisman winner at quarterback. You want to throw the ball. We don't have the receivers to throw the ball a lot. We don't have the fucking offensive line to throw the ball a lot. Bryce Young is running for his fucking life every game. Run the ball more. You have a phenomenal. You have someone who was one of the best running backs in the country last year at fucking Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. The hapless team that can't do shit and they had one of the best running backs in the country i would hope that you would go well our offensive line is better than georgia Tech's, so let's just fucking run the ball more no 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 why would you do that a screen is far more far more useful a bubble screen and you're gonna just run him when it's fourth down fourth and one you're gonna run a halfback draw with him smart but kieran i I find solace in one thing, in one thing only. Everyone is celebrating this. It's true. This is the end. The dynasty's over. They they said that in 2010. They said that the dynasty was over before it started. They won their one natty great. Uh, then they won in 11 and 12. They said it in 2015 after they lost to Ole Miss. Do you know what happened that year? They won. 
Yeah, Derrick Henry won the fucking Heisman. They won a national championship. They said in 2017. They said in 2019 after they missed the play. And Georgia fans are like, we're the standard now. No, you're fucking not. No. A year, a good year and a half. You're not nearly as dominant this year. You are not the standard. You have to do this for multiple years, not a year and a half. Alabama is still the standard. Everyone's fucking scared. That's why everyone is terrified of what this is going to do to Nick Saban. He is probably going to murder Bill O'Brien and Pete Golding in the offseason. And then some former head coach who just couldn't do something, whether it be an offensive guy who couldn't figure out the defense, a defensive guy who couldn't figure out the offense, doesn't fucking matter. They're going to say, yes, daddy, please give me a job. Oh, I have no idea what happened to your last coordinators. By the way, why are there two graves next to the practice field now? You know what? It doesn't fucking matter. (laughs) Alabama is still going to run through the SEC next year. It doesn't fucking matter. We just got the number two quarterback in the country for 2024. Is Nick Saban out of touch? Can he not recruit and relate to the... No, fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. You're saying that the dynasty's dead because you hope it's dead. Because in the deepest recesses of your mind, Nick Saban is sitting there plotting on your downfall. And you're fucking terrified. Little kids are scared of the boogeyman. The boogeyman is scared of Nick Saban. You cannot handle another year of Alabama dominance. Guess what? It's fucking coming. Get ready. Was that the rant section of this podcast, Kevin? Yes, I in my notes, by the way, in the notes of this, by the way, I just put I have a rant. <laughs> well, you nailed it. I would also like to say, though, I put in there I have a rant because I know there's something I want to talk about that will get me going. But I don't, like, plan out my rants ever. Oh, it's it's just a topic that, that brings you. That I know, yeah. typing it, that I will. I'll think of things that I want to touch on, but I don't really think about what I'm going to say. But in most, it, like most ways in my life, I don't think about what I'm saying. Just words find their way out of my mouth. <laughs> One day it'll catch up to you. Oh, uh, yeah, it probably will. No, but, I, but, like, to your point, Kevin, I totally understand. Like, uh, uh, the the defense hasn't been there in, in you know, great how – how would I put this? Like, you know, it hasn't been its best. It has definitely been dominant. better in – Yeah, dominant. It hasn't been that dominant threat that it's always been. And, yes, you're right. The offense is deplorable. And they are sick. And like you said, uh, previous episodes succeeding despite Bill O'Brien, because you cannot keep running bubble screens. Everybody's expecting them now. And it's not just like, oh, uh, oh, it's Bill O'Brien. He's going to throw a bubble screen. It's like everybody knows how to run a bubble screen and run the defense against it. Okay. Cornerbacks do that all the time. They know how to read defenses like that. Stop doing the most obvious thing over and over and over and over again and expecting it to work. That's the definition of insanity. If you want to run the ball different ways, fine. That's not insanity. You get different options. Maybe maybe you're, uh, the left side of your line isn't performing well that game, so you run it to the right switch it up, make cutbacks, things like that. That changes the face of the game, right? You can still run 30 different plays. That's not insanity. But the it's literally 
play after play. And I, I'm watching this like I'm watching this as if somebody like Bill O'Brien intentionally got himself the job and wants to destroy Alabama from the inside. That's what this looks like. It's like a it's a, a uh, an infiltration job. Somebody sent him to do this and we need to find out who I'm trying to think who would have sent him to do it. Uh, I don't think Penn state would No, God, those be no point lane Kiffin. Maybe. Well, lane still, at least to the media likes Nick Saban and likes Alabama enjoys his time here. Um, I, I don't think bill Belichick would do it. No, that doesn't make any sense. He might be sick of hearing about how Nick Saban's the GOAT, but I don't think he'd do that. He likes Nick Saban. He's friends with him. Um, I don't know. Oh, he's Ryan Day? Maybe? Uh, He has no connections to Ryan Day, really. Hmm. Well, you don't Um, need to have a connection to be be infiltrating. Yeah, they could be friends, but... Like he played at Brown, coached at Brown for two years, Georgia Tech for five years or for seven years, Maryland for two, Duke for two, New England for four, Penn State, Texans, Alabama. So I don't know, unless he just really hated the Alabama players on his roster when he was in Houston. <laughs> Man, these guys suck. I I'm gonna go into their college program and ruin it from the inside. That's that's true. Um, let's. It could have been Jadavian Clowney. He could have liked Clowney at first, and because Clowney played at South Carolina. Yeah. Maybe that's it. That could be it. But even then, why would South Carolina? Why would a South Carolina care, player care that much? No, he wouldn't. He's making millions of dollars in the NFL. And also, I mean, they're not rivals. They don't play together. No. Or play we might be looking too far into this. Yeah, probably. We really should. Uh, but I'm sad. But also, I said this last week also. I said I would be rooting for Notre Dame to beat Clemson. The only time in my life I have ever rooted for Notre Dame. And this is what it fucking gets me. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. It's a mix. It's a mixed bag this weekend, isn't it, Kevin? No, I am infinitely more upset about the Alabama game than I am happy about Notre Dame winning. But does this effectively knock Clemson out of the college football playoffs? It absolutely should. Yeah, I mean... No ifs, ands, or buts about it. uh, Clemson fans are saying that, well, it's one loss. Like, there have been one-loss teams before in the college. You lost by 21. Yeah. 
to a five and three team. Your quarterback passed for 191 yards, one touchdown, one interception. And then you put in Cade Klubnick for one play and he throws an interception. Will Shipley couldn't get it going. Notre Dame ran all over you. They had 200 yard rushes. And in a game where the opposing quarterback only throws 85 yards and a touchdown, you should not be losing by 21, and Clemson should not be in the college football playoffs. Couldn't agree more. But also, I love it. I'm not complaining. At yeah, all. I know. I was I was gonna say, like, you you really don't care. You're just thrilled that they lost. Oh yeah, no, they're the fucking worst. <laughs> but but Kevin, I, I know your hatred for Clemson and specifically Dabo Sweeney. And I know your hatred for the Notre Dame franchise as a whole. Would you have preferred Clemson to have won? Or is it just is it just a case where like Notre Dame was so far out of it that or, or Clemson was too close to the CFP playoff to, to for you for you to be comfortable? Um, I mean, I don't really care if Clemson made the CFP. It would have been nice to see them get smacked in the first round, obviously. Um, I I view it more as America and England, right? <laughs> they hated each other for a while. Uh, America had their little revolution. England couldn't handle it. They tried to come back in the War of 1812. They effectively won, but they negotiated to a draw. What have you. Alabama's owned Notre Dame for a while. Don't get me wrong. Uh, they played twice, and Alabama's won by a combined a billion. But England and America got over it. Now, it happened a little bit before that, but then by World War I, Germany was the problem. So Is, is Clemson Germany? Like, yes, but the German Empire... Yeah, well, yeah. I'm not... Yeah, I'm not you're not considering... Yes, no, con- yeah. World I'm not going to compare yes. them to the Nazis yet. <laughs> We're we're not we're not at that cusp of hatred, not yet. Now, if projections are right and Alabama faces Clemson in the Orange Bowl and Clemson wins, maybe. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe. <laughs> I will. Comp- I'm I'm not even going to say that. Actually, that's nope, unfair. Nope. To whatever Dabo. whatever it's, it's, it is, it's going to be bad. <laughs> it's unfair to compare Dabo to the mustache no. man. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I don't think Dabo's a bad person. I think he's a fine person. He just annoys the shit out of me. Uh, he he doesn't think players should get paid. He's annoying. He uh, He's the fucking worst. Brian Kelly killed a kid, and I hate Dabo more than I hate Brian Kelly. That is a, that is a strong stance to take. <laughs> Unrelated to that. If you take the worst thing each of them have done... It remove that from contention. Uh, I hate Dabo more than I hate Brian Kelly. Yeah, I mean, it's kind and of fair. The worst thing Dabo's done is probably trying to hit the gritty poorly. If you even take that out of it compared to killing a kid, like Dabo's worse. Yeah, I, su- I suppose. I suppose that that metric uh, plays out there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you how you got to that metric, but I'm I'm sure it does. <laughs> Well, you, you take out the outlier. So you take out the worst thing they've done and the best thing they've done. Uh, I can't think of the best. I don't know if Brian Kelly's done a good thing in his life. But if you take away, like, 
the least bad thing Brian Kelly has done and the worst thing he's done and the best thing Dabo's done, you know, raising a bunch of money for charity and all that and hitting the gritty awkwardly and take those two out of there, then yeah, Dabo's worse. Fair enough. You got to go for the mean. Can't can't have these outliers fucking up your data, Kieran. Come on, you're an engineer. You should know this. I I literally have no idea how to respond to that. It's just like what like how am I supposed to respond to the fact that you almost compared <laughs> uh, Dabo Sweeney to the Mustache Man? I did not. You did not state it. But Moving you on to. to the college football playoff. <laughs> The, we have new rankings this week. There was some shakeup. We also have some new rankings we're going to discuss. But we're going to go through the actual college football playoff, the one that people care about besides me. But uh, first up, you have Washington at 25, Kentucky at 24, Florida State at 23, UCF at 22, and Illinois at 21. Any thoughts here, Cannon? No, no real issues. I think that's a... I think if you're not, like, a fan of one of these teams, it's kind of weird to have super strong thoughts. Or, like, a fan of one of the teams that's not in there. Uh, it's weird to have super strong thoughts about the bottom, like, five. Yeah, I, I don't think there's really any issues. Like, if you're a Washington State fan and you're, you're like, at 27 in your mind, then, yeah, I can see a complaint. But other than that, no, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, next up. Notre Dame at 20, Kansas State at 19, Texas at 18, Tulane at 17, and NC State at 16. Uh, I like seeing Tulane climbing up here. Agreed. I think I'm surprised you haven't really pointed out the obvious one. There's no reason that Notre Dame should be ranked. I mean... No, Kevin, come on. You can't you can't lose to Marshall in the second week of the year and then beat the what what were they last week? Number four Clemson and then immediately jump up to twenty. That's bullshit. I think I think I could be talked into them being in the bottom five. I do think twenty might be a little too high, but also I think it's tough to hang the entire season on one loss. It was a bad loss, yes, and they lost two more outside of that. And I'm not saying they should be anywhere close. They should not be anywhere higher than this. They should not be in the top 15. But no, I I can under No, and I'm I'm not saying that you're saying I'm saying that. But I can understand them being where they are. All right. So here's here's my thing with it. I've kind of and and I don't know if you've noticed, but I've seriously changed my opinion of Notre Dame over the past year and a well two years we've been doing this because I used to think that Notre Dame was like a good program and now I'm now I'm on your side which is well I sort of hate them but I understand I understand the first loss to Ohio State I get that right they were Ohio State's a very dominant team they've showed it all year and that 21 to 10 loss is only making it more clear of, of why they lost, right? They had a new head coach, uh, but Ohio State was much more, ha had much more momentum. They knew their guys. They knew the people they were bringing in. Blah, blah, blah. Fine. You don't then get to also lose to Marshall, right, by five points, 
only beat Cal by, uh, if I'm doing math here, correct, seven, seven points, uh, and then lose to Stanford, fucking Stanford by two. I that's like I don't understand. I don't understand how you can get to twenty by beating. I get that Clemson was a ranked fourth, albeit I don't necessarily think they should have been there last week, but it's ridiculous. Like I just I don't I don't see how you can claim that the other wins vacate those bad losses. Uh four ranked wins. BYU isn't ranked anymore. They were when they played. That doesn't matter. I I think it does. I think people don't put credence in, in enough in a team running through everyone they've played and winning well and then losing to a team and having their schedule go off the rails after. Why are you defending Notre Dame, Kevin? Like I said, I hate Clemson more. Fine. Um, but look, they beat the number the number 15 team in the country by seven. On the road, mind you. At Chapel Hill, they beat North Carolina. I think. Yeah. Yeah, Keenan yeah. Memorial. Yeah, they did. Chapel Hill. So they beat North Carolina on the road. They beat BYU in a neutral site in Las Vegas. And they beat Syracuse, who was ranked at the time they played. Handedly. Now, Syracuse was already on the downturn of their season. Don't get me wrong. They had already lost prior to that. They lost to Clemson the week before. But I think there is an argument to be made for Notre Dame at 20. I I feel like your argument is predicated on the fact that Clemson is no longer in the top four. No, my argument is predicated on the fact that you play who is in front of you. I understand college scheduling is weird. You can schedule cupcakes. Notre Dame hasn't really done that. They've had some not great teams on their schedule. UNLV, Boston College next week. Stanford. Uh, Cal. Arguably Marshall. Arguably Marshall, but I give every team a pass for having one cupcake on their schedule at least because Alabama has like four every year. So does that that include Auburn? (laughs) Oh, I don't I don't don't even want to fucking think about the Iron Bowl right now. It's going to be painful to watch with Cadillac at coach. He's going to fucking pull up some dramatic ass Auburn Jesus type shit and we're going to lose and I am literally going to cry myself to sleep for the rest of the offseason. <laughs> and no one would blame you. It's going to be fucking terrible. Um, But I think part of the issue with people pointing, oh, their schedule was terrible. Yeah, it was, but there are times where teams will rank like, oh, they're the fifth-ranked team. Oh, they're the third-ranked team, and they have returning all their starters. And then if their quarterback goes down, the season's track trash for them oh well they haven't played anyone oh they beat who fucking syracuse great well when they played they were a highly ranked team i'm not saying that playing a team 
who was ranked when you played them, who then became unranked, should matter more than playing a team that was ranked when you played them and then was ranked the rest of the way. But I'm saying people ignore when a team is knocked out of the rankings by another team. No, okay. Maybe I am putting this too harshly. I don't think that the wins against BYU and Syracuse and... Sorry, was was North Carolina ranked or no? North Carolina is ranked right now. No, when they played. I think so. Okay. Well, I don't know. I just, I, I, maybe I'm, I'm looking too far into this and, you know, but I, I, but here's the other thing, right? Here's the other thing. North Carolina is sitting at eight and one right now. Okay. Their only loss currently is to, to Notre Dame. Right. So you can I can say that, okay, yeah, that makes sense that, you know, having now have a ranked opponent that you beat earlier in the season and that's their only loss is fine. But then you can't you can't two weeks later lose to a team that has barely produced a star since or hasn't produced a star since Christian McCaffrey. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get, let me, let me put it to you a better way. I don't understand the dichotomy of Notre Dame. They crush a good opponent, right? You know, top 10, 15, whatever, a good opponent. And then they lose to a completely underwhelming and unranked team the next week. I, I don't understand it. And I don't get how that's even possible for a team. If, if you're going up against if Ohio State goes up against Central Michigan and loses, but then next week turns around and demolishes Michigan University at the big house, you know, I would I would say I would have to say the same thing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, are you playing your ninth string players for that game? Or like, were you so confident in a win that you just gave up? Or I, I don't maybe that's maybe that's what I'm having trouble believing. And that's fair, but if, let's say, Ohio State does that, let's say we had Ohio State do the same thing, where they had two bad losses, one understandable loss. Being at 20 isn't insane. I guess not. I think that's something that we're, our arguments are differing on. I'm arguing that 20 makes sense. You're arguing as if Notre Dame's the top 10 for some reason. And you're like, this is ridiculous. It should... No, like, it's 20. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, all right. Maybe I'm getting too worked up over this. Yeah, Kiernan, as someone who remains calm and level-headed at all times, you need to clean it up. <laughs> Get yourself back into shape. Yeah. You miserable POS. Moving on. Speaking. <laughs> Moving swiftly on to the next Number topic. 15. The team whose only loss comes to the 20th ranked team in the country, the UNC Tar Heels. At number 14, the team that has one fewer loss than the number 20th team in the country, Penn State <laughs> Nittany Lions. At number 13, the Utah Utes, who lost some bad fucking games earlier. At number 12, you have UCLA. At number 11, you have Ole Miss. Uh, so my issue is with this one, I just don't understand how you can have a two-loss Penn State be ranked. I mean, they're, they need to be, like, bottom 20 of the entire college football landscape. 
I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. How can you lose to Michigan by 24 and still be in the top 15? Because they're, because Michigan is number three in the country and our other loss was to number two in the country. So. Okay. So rankings matter when it comes to losses, but not wins is what I'm hearing. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) Also, you beat fucking Northwestern by 10, bud. I mean, Ohio State only beat them by 14, so who's, look In who's talking. 50-mile-per-hour <laughs> wins. The fact that I'm when sorry, I'm talking I didn't about, realize that the weather has such bearing on a run game. That is the fact that matters when I'm arguing in favor of Ohio State, but doesn't matter at all when I'm arguing against them. Precisely. You get how this works. Yeah, exactly. And if you don't at this point, where have you been for the last year and a half? Um, I don't hate this mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I don't think if I have any issue. Like Ole Miss beating LSU and being below them, like I understand the argument that people are making, but also LSU did just beat Alabama. Yeah. So they're going to get the benefit of the doubt when it comes to rankings. I agree. Is it fair? No. Is that how the world works when it comes to college football? Yes. Uh, do you have any thoughts on these? So no, far? actually, I mean, I pretty much completely agree with uh with everything i have no real issues there uh moving on number 10 clemson number nine alabama number eight how weird is it to say that just sorry real quick how weird is it to say number nine alabama um not that weird it has happened before no, I mean, well, obviously it's happened, but you, you haven't weird. had to say it a lot. It's weird to have them at nine when there is no chance that they can move into the top four. Fair. That's a weird part to me. Yeah, okay. Eight, USC, seven, LSU, six, Oregon, and five, Tennessee. Um, I think we might have jumped the gun a little bit on Tennessee. I know they beat Alabama, and they beat a lot of people, but they... That score did not reflect how one-sided the Georgia game was. Yeah, it was bad. It was real bad. I was I was shocked at that. And if it was a shootout that they lost, you, you could look at that and go, okay, five, fair. I mean, Tennessee's offense still eight against the Georgia defense, but the Tennessee defense isn't good. So it is something to say about 
Georgia's offense, they only scored 27. But still, like Tennessee's defense is not that good. So I, I think five is a very fair ranking for them. Not fair. I think it's very generous. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I understand that. Fair. Any other it is it is there? rough. It is rough to go to, to, to drop to five, though. Yeah, it sucks, but and it still leaves the door open for them to get in. Right. Let's say they don't lose they don't lose the rest of the way. George would need to lose to uh seven and two LSU or an eight and one Ole Miss in the SEC championship. Yeah. And then Tennessee's in. Right. So it leaves a path, but not a great path. But and who knows? Any other- yeah, who knows? In 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 a few weeks' time, uh, Michigan or Ohio State could uh, drop a game. You well, never know. You never know. There have been they, there have been weirder things to happen. They will drop a game. One of them. No, I'm talking about. I uh, specifically, I'm I'm looking at the schedules here. Specifically, I'm talking about Michigan. Uh, pop, <laughs> you know, having an upset uh, against Illinois. Oh, I could see that happening. Right? Could you imagine the chaos that that would create? I I could also see Michigan beating Ohio State. Yeah, I can too. I'm I'm just saying, you know, it weirder things have happened. Fair. All right, moving on to the top 4. Your TCU Horny Frogs at number 4. Michigan at number 3, Ohio State at 2, and Georgia back at the 1 spot. Kiernan, how how do you feel about your top the top four? Well, you know they're all uh, nine and zero, so you kind of have to give them give them the credit. They have uh, they've beaten everybody that they've uh, that's come in front of them. Uh, I'm I'm really digging the TCU hype train right now. Uh, like th- their offense looks good. They're they're performing well. Uh, I mean, I think they have a game uh, coming up against Texas. Did I get that right? Yep, they're playing yeah. Texas. Yeah, Texas next week. Um, and then they have, you know, two more against – they have two – or apart from Texas, like they have, you know, a relatively easy schedule. I'm not going to say it's, you know, set in stone wins, but, like, I'm liking the – I would love to see a Big 12 team in the – top four that isn't Oklahoma. Yeah. Meanwhile, the committee is hoping that Texas beats TCU. Why? The, the committee does not want TCU in the college football playoffs. Why? They want their traditional powers. They want Georgia. They want Ohio state. They want Michigan. They think they're more marketable. So they will get the benefit of the doubt. And I, I you saw it last year with Cincinnati too. I don't think they wanted to put Cincinnati in. They didn't have a choice last year. Yeah, and they're hoping that TCU loses so they can point to that as to why they kept them out. Like I can I can definitely see the committee. Let's say TCU loses to Texas this weekend. And then the rest of the way. TCU is playing Baylor, who's not great this season, and Iowa State, who's also not good. The committee will, if they lose to Texas, 
The committee will point to that and go, see, they lost in two of their last three games against Baylor and Iowa State. We can't have a team that loses to one of them being in. Meanwhile, completely ignoring that the loss actually came to Texas. Right, right. And they also, the committee also is weird. They argue like, oh, TCU played a really close game against Oklahoma State and West Virginia. Like, those were close-ish games. We can't have that in. Well, what about the close games Alabama's played? Well, they fought hard to get there. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? Yeah. Those, that's a paraphrase quote, but that's basically what they said. So yeah. it, it it's unfair. It's an uphill battle. I also feel like this is kind of a weird... And the committee didn't have a choice with TCU at this point. You couldn't keep them at five or six and have Tennessee or Oregon jump them or yeah, go up to couldn't. stay at yeah, four. But I do feel like these rankings probably were put in before the games this weekend. <laughs> because, I mean, yeah, they they beat Texas Tech by 10 at home. Texas Tech isn't good. And then Ohio State couldn't overpower the Northwestern defense on the ground. Yeah. It it was bad. I was, I was, I was looking at this game thinking I had just slipped into another dimension. And that's also not even to say that at halftime, Rutgers was actually leading Michigan 17-14. Like, we haven't even mentioned that yet. And, you know, despite this final score being 52-17, to so they didn't even score in the second half, uh, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what am I witnessing right now? Are are Rutgers really going to pull an upset on Michigan? Who's been in the top, well, technically five this entire year. It was wild. It was a wild weekend. Yeah, and I mean, that's part of the reason why I think Michigan can beat Ohio State this year. Again, yeah. because, look, I understand the weather was really bad. Kieran, you mentioned earlier, that doesn't really fucking impact the ground game. I, I think the uh, elements really hurt CJ Stroud's Heisman chances. He is still the leader, but I think now people will be looking for an excuse because he didn't run the ball especially well either. Uh, But you should still be able to fucking dominate Northwestern on the ground. Yes. They have one win, and that one win came against Nebraska. In Ireland, of all places. Uh, Northwestern has not won in the United States. This year, yeah. (laughs) That's a like it, that's a weird way to put that, but yeah, it's true. If not one within the country that they play in, <laughs> it's insane. And you could get you got two hundred eleven yards on them on the ground across three running back. Like that number should be a lot higher when it's northwestern and you can't throw the ball. Northwestern's quarterback also outperformed C.J. Stroud, by the way. C.J. Stroud, 10 for 26 for 76 yards. Brendan Sullivan, 10 for 14 for 79 yards. Did the... Marginally, but did the weather not impact Brendan Sullivan as much as your Heisman frontrunner quarterback? I I think C.J. Stroud was slipped some melatonin before the game. Put him to sleep. That's that's the only thing I think. Of. Now CJ Stroud did add seventy nine yards on the ground, but still, yeah, but I, yeah, come on. I mean, I yes, I get it. Eighty yards is a lot for a quarterback or whatever, but like, there should be a lot more yards in total 
for the entire Ohio State team, not just C.J. Stroud. Yeah, and I'm. this also raises the point that I've been talking about since we mentioned it a few weeks ago. Ryan Day keeps proving me right. <laughs> yeah. Someone Seriously. else needs to take over play calling for the Buckeyes because they're not fucking winning a game if they can't get the offense going in the first half against a team like TCU, against Michigan. And if George is keeping you down in the first half, they're sure shit keeping you down in the second half. Yeah, very true. The it's, only team Ohio State could reasonably beat in the current top four is TCU, and that and TCU would have to completely capitulate in the first just to even make that a reality. Yeah, it's it's fucking insane. Uh, Karen, do you want to you want to move on to the our week ten review where I sucked again? Yes. Uh, and that we'll get we'll move on to the tailgate twenty five later. We'll do that last, but okay. Number one, Tennessee at number two, Georgia. Canada, Tennessee, 47-34. I had Tennessee, 52-30. Georgia won, 27-13. So we both took it out there. Uh, Next up, number 21, Wake Forest at number 22, NC State. Canada had NC State, 34-28. I had Wake Forest, 33-31. NC State, 130-21. Canada gets a win there. And then we had FSU at Miami. Kiernan had FSU 30 to 22. I had FSU 37 to 20. FSU won 45-3 in the Hard Rock Rivalry. I forgot that's what we're calling it from now on. Uh, and for those who are curious, yes, we both had FSU winning. Yes, we both had them covering. Kiernan had them hit had the under hitting. I had the over. Yeah, Fucking baby. Miami couldn't score <laughs> to save their lives. Oh my god. They could not buy a touchdown. <laughs> so the under hit with FSU scoring 45 fucking points. Fire Mario Cristobal. I am. I'm, I'm not lying, Kevin. I, <laughs> I saw that scoreline and had thought I had lost. Cause I wasn't, you know, actively checking the, the spreadsheet that we have, but I was just like, I was like, Oh my God, I actually pulled off an under when one team scores 45 of the 53 points. Fucking infuriating. It's ridiculous. And then we had the Cumble, UMass versus UConn. Kieran had UConn 20 to 10. I had UConn 34 to 7. UConn won 27 to 10. Uh, so the under hit. But UConn covered. I had UConn covering. Kieran had the under. So we both got a win there. Yep. And then the game that I fucking hate. And I will be talking to my therapist about Bill O'Brien more than I talk about my mother. I'm just kidding. I don't have a therapist. Probably should get one. Uh, we had number six, Bama at number 10, LSU. Kiernan had Bama 42-27. I had Bama 22-3. LSU won 32-31. That does not impact the standings because that was our extra game for funsies. Um, I'd also like to point out last week, I said this would be Bill O'Brien's piece de resistance where he would suck so bad but still try to win. I was wrong. He sucked so bad and was trying to lose. <laughs> Fucking terrible. So Karen is up 21-15. Pain. Huge week, boys. Just, just pain. And also, I did not fucking update these numbers because I did it before the ranks came out. So there's a fly. First up for week 11, we have number four TCU at number 18, Texas. 
Kickoffs at 7.30. It is at Darrell K. Royal Stadium in Austin, Texas, a minus seven with a 65 over under. Kiernan, who do you have? Uh, I'm going with the Horned Frogs, 45-27. Uh, that's a good number. That's a good one. Right? Uh, I think that's I'm gonna go, really solid. I'm going to go. I'm also going to go TCU, but I think, I think yours will keep it close. I'm going to go TCU 35-28. I, I just, I trust Texas defense more than I trust Texas Tech's, and Texas Tech only allowed them to score 34. Uh, next up, this week I decided to switch things up. I figured we'd do teams we don't talk about much, so there's some weird games on this one. Uh, Arizona State at Washington State. Kickoff's at 3.30. It's at Martin Stadium in Pullman. Wazoo is a minus eight with a 58 over under. I'm going to go... With the Cougars, just call me Zach Wilson, baby. You know, Washington <laughs> State, 21 to 13. Oh, yeah. Uh, 21 I, to 14. I don't want to fucking push. That's a good, that's a good pick. Oh. Jeez, uh, I don't, oh, fuck, I don't pay attention enough to the Pac-12. Uh <laughs> I guess Arizona State doesn't have a coach. They fire. Yeah, no, coach. I know that. There's... I know that much, but I'm just saying. Oh no, I'm saying so. Like if that impacts your pick, I'm also going to change no. the numbers real quick. For uh, I, Kevin, I'm not going to lie to you. It does not affect my pick at all. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to go with Washington State, and I am going to go. See, I think it's going to be low scoring, like like you have. So I'm just going to do like 25-18, just to kind of make it a little different. Okay, I am changing my number, though. I am having it be... I gotta do fucking math here right now. <laughs> so I'm gonna go Washington State 33. And then... 25 for Arizona State. I want the double push. I want Washington to win by exactly 8, and I want the over-under to... I want... A push on the over/under of fifty-eight. Oh boy! <laughs> it just get weird, dude. I'm already out of it. Who gives a fuck? Uh, yeah. Next up, a game that might see Jimbo get fired. Texas A&M at Auburn. Kickoffs at seven thirty. It is at Jordan Hare. Uh, Auburn's a minus two with a forty-eight and a half over/under. Kiernan, who do you got? Uh, let's go home team advantage. So Auburn, uh, thirty-five. Texas A&M, twenty-eight. I'm going to go with Auburn as well. I, I believe in Auburn Jesus and magic on the plains. I'm going to go Auburn 25. I'm saying I'm 22. Where are they coming up with this spread of two? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Uh, I don't know. They expect someone to get a safety. They expect someone to go for two. Uh, yeah, I guess. And but, miss it, maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know. Two's a weird spread. Uh, and we got another one. Next up, number 23, 
UCF at number 17, Tulane. Kickoffs at 3.30 at Yeoman Stadium in New Orleans. Tulane is a minus two with a 53 over under. I'm rocking with the green wave. I go Tulane, 40, nah, 38, UCF, 20, 20. Let's go with a nice even 20. All right, Kevin, we're either going to go four for four or uh, 0 for four. Uh, give me Tulane, uh, 34, UCF, uh, 27. Okay. Uh, this is fully going to be decided by overs and unders right now. Love it. Spreads. So there's your week 11 preview and your week 10 review. I'm really hoping I can start mounting a comeback because it is getting late in the season. You better fucking pray some of these overs hit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's going to be painful if we, or if I have to go through another week of getting one win. But, Karen, we talked about the CFP Top 25. Are you ready to talk about the Tailgate 25? Oh, yeah, baby. Now, the rules are simple here. If you beat a ranked team, you get their spot. If a ranked team beats a, a higher-ranked team, they flip. Really simple. Not a lot of changes, but I think it's fun. Number 25, UCF. Number 24, K-State. Number 23, Washington. Number 22, Wake Forest. Number 21, NC State. That's the flip there. Number 20, Pittsburgh. Number 19, Tulane. Number 18, Kansas. Number 17, UNC. Number 16, Michigan State. Number 15, Penn State. Number Sorry, Kieran, Penn State didn't move. Number 14, Utah. Number 13, Texas. Number 12, UCLA. Number 11, Ole Miss. Number 10, Alabama. Lower in this ranking. Number 9, USC. Number 8, Oregon. Number seven, TCU. Number six, LSU. Number five, Michigan. The big change, number four, Notre Dame. Number Ooh. three, Tennessee. Number two, Ohio State. And number one, Georgia. So, Kiernan, are you okay with Notre Dame's ranking of number four in the tailgate 25? No. <laughs> well, at least this one takes the guesswork out of it. This one's not yes. like, well, they have four ranked wins yeah, at the no, time. It yeah, it does. No, it's funny. It, it, it's that's kind of what I loved because uh, the pit one as well at 20, which I thought was, was awesome. Uh, um, but like having an unranked team, like Notre Dame, just hop casually hop up to four. <laughs> like it's the easiest thing in the world. From unranked four. It takes all the guesswork out of it. It also yeah, it does. It really does. Our system is so much better. And also it's stupid, but <laughs> you could point to a like something to say, this is why it's yeah. not the guesswork of the yeah. CFP where they're having conversation. Got it close. Nope. Oh, Notre Dame beat Clemson. Number four. Yeah. And there's none of this analytical models and who scores more points per game and all this bullshit. It's simply, here's the ranking. Now you flip and it's, and it's perfect. It's, it's, it's the simplicity of it that I think makes this, this poll uh, awesome. And also, I think the tailgate 25 will eliminate the scheduling of cupcakes. Ooh, it will. Let's Good say, point. let's say you lose to a not great team. You're out of the rankings. Let's say you don't have another ranked game on the schedule. Tough shit. Let's say you lose to a bad team and you're unranked, and then you play the number one team in the country and pull out the upset. You're number one now, baby. Get good. 
I I think it I think it's perfect. I don't see any flaws with these rankings. No, it's it's a hundred percent perfect. And if you want to see those rankings without an annoying fucking announcement show, uh, just follow us at Quad Tailgate on Instagram at Quad Tailgate on Twitter, Tailgate in the Quad on Facebook. Who am I kidding? I loved watching the announcement show. <laughs> Karen, this is something that you wouldn't understand, but watching the announce the final ranking announcement show on like a Saturday morning when you're not sure if your team's going to get in, and then the elation of them getting in is probably a top 10 feeling in the world. Well, actually, I... Top two I, feeling in the world. Actually, I would rank it above sex and right below a good pizza. Jesus, that's a great fucking point. But I, I, I do know the opposite of that. I know the pure fucking annoyance and... and hatred towards the CFP because back in 2016 when we won the Big Ten when Penn State won the Big Ten championship I say we like everybody knows but I mean there is bias on this show um we got fucking gypped and Ohio State win it went in ahead of us and proceeded to get absolutely smacked by Clemson now am I saying that Penn State wouldn't have been slapped by Clemson not at all. I'm simply saying that we, I was in uh, the dining hall at Penn State and everyone, and I mean everyone, even people that didn't give a fucking shit about college football were glued to the screen to see if we could get it. And we we're like, and, you know, it came down to the top six and uh, I forget who was uh, six. I want to say it might have been Georgia at the time. It, it doesn't really matter. But then we're like, five, go on. Go on, make it Ohio State. Make it Ohio State. You want to make it Ohio State. Make Ohio State five. And then we saw that we, it was us. We're just the fucking deflated total feeling across the campus for the rest of the week was appalling. But, uh, Karen, I'm going to give you a quick tip. You, you would have given Clemson a game. Whether or not that's a fact, no, you would have given them a game. Ohio State was the wrong pick. I couldn't agree more, Kevin. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, no, that's fair. We I might have, have lost, I, but we would have put up points. I think that was the year that, that Ohio State got blown out, right? Do I have my... Uh, I think, I think that so. was the year. Probably. Thompson, let's just factoring. 31 to nothing. They got blanked. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. Because I, I remember a distinct... I, I thought I remembered it correctly because I was so pissed watching Ohio State get blown out. Because after we, you know, after the, the, the week or whatever where, you know, we're licking our wounds sort of thing uh, after the shunt, we then had to watch another Big Ten team get smacked by an ACC team. And we're just like, surely we were the better pick. Yeah, fair. Uh, Deshaun Watson did not have a great game that game. He played fine, but not special or anything. Yeah. And then we all know what he did with the rest of his life. Uh, <laughs> all right. Mike Leach remains a national treasure. He, he really is. For those who didn't see the clips, uh, they struggled against Auburn this weekend. Uh, he decided that his players did not deserve to sit in chairs, so he undid all the folding chairs on the sidelines. And then after the game, he said, instead of playing hard, players want to eat a fish sandwich and drink lemonade with your fat little girlfriend. 
I mean, I think fat little girlfriend is an oxymoron. And body shaming is not great, but that is a great fucking line. It is. I, I. It's. It's just. You hear it coming from his mouth, and you're just like, "Yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that." But it is Mike Leach we're talking about here. Yeah. If any other coach said that, you're like, well, "That guy's a fucking dick." Yeah. What, what is? Where is Ryan Day coming from saying this? Where, like, where is Lane yeah. Kiffin? Mike Leach. No, he can say whatever he wants, honestly. Not whatever he wants. Most things he wants. And to continue this, because I, wa- I wanted to bring it into something else. Uh, a day after uh, the a day after the game, uh, he he tweeted out a picture. And uh, I mean, it's just I mean, it's 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 more classic Mike Leach. It was a, a picture of an old timey gentleman, uh, you know, kind of with a smug look on his face saying, uh, <laughs> given that it was daylight savings time, he goes, I will not turn my clock- clocks back. I'll be then living one hour in the future. I greet you, people of the past. Your ways are quaint, which is just such a Mike Leach thing to tweet out. Like, yeah, we like this is. You, you you hear that, you see it, and you're just like, yeah, this is a perfectly logical thing for Mike Leach to be saying. And you don't even bat an eye at it. That's how Mike Leach is a national treasure. That's fair. Can I also complain about Daylight Savings Time real quick? Mm-hmm. Do you know who is credited with inventing Daylight Savings Time? Benjamin Franklin. Modern Daylight Savings Time, my apologies. Ah, no. George Hudson. An entomologist who wanted to look at bugs after his day job. I'm sorry. I have to be depressed because it's dark by four. So a dude who died 80 years ago could fucking look at bugs. Oh God. That's fantastic. What the fuck are we doing? Why are we letting entomologists impact our life this way when he died in 1946? <laughs> oh, Kevin, you do realize that there's other ramifications for daylight savings time that don't involve looking at bugs. Was he a proponent of it? Sure, but I wouldn't I wouldn't blame him solely for that. Yeah, every other fucking government who implemented this shit because they listened to a guy who wanted to look at bugs. I fucking hate it here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thank God I'm... we're doing away with daylight savings time. Uh, oh, not soon enough. To- next year. Well, is it 2023 not... or 2024 that we're doing away with it? Not soon enough. I don't care. We should just do what China does. Oh, yeah, just the one universal time across the whole Every place. Every part of the country. Yeah. A country about as wide as America. Nope, we're yeah. all on the same schedule. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, there's sunrise in Beijing, and it's it's 1 o'clock in the morning, at, you know, out in fucking Tibet or somewhere. It's yeah, just like, I mean, look, it wouldn't impact me. I'm on the East Coast. Yeah, right. Uh, but, no, let's not do what China does in anything. But yeah, I, I still fucking hate daylight savings time. Let's see what Arizona does then, because they don't have it. They don't observe daylight savings time. Which is clutch, yeah. Yeah, Jesus 
do they have to schedule meetings weirdly in Arizona? Like if they have other offices, are they like 3 p.m. is our 2 p.m. and then and then everyone just adjusts and then when it comes to daylight savings time, their 3 p.m. is also their 3 p.m.? I I think maybe, but I think now with computers, it's a little easier because it will automatically adjust oh, yeah, the schedule. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, Like you send out Teams meeting for yeah, four yeah. with a guy on the West Coast, it'll yeah, tell it'll him just, it's at it'll noon adjust, or something. Yeah. So, um, but that's enough about me screaming about bugs. Uh, Kiernan, you want to do our dog of the week? Absolutely. This is how we do it for the dogs! Dog of the week, as always, is brought to you by Yeats. Head over to yeatsofficial.com, promo code tailgate for some great fucking sunglasses. Even though it's dark by four here because of bugs, I still wear <laughs> them to look good. Uh, Kiernan, who is your dog of the week? My dog of the week has to be uh, Stetson Bennett of Georgia. After having his phone number uh, found and then released or leaked, as they said uh, in the reports, uh, a bunch of the Tennessee fans started calling him, uh, you know, constantly just blowing up his phone. So he turned it off. And then after he scored a touchdown, uh, I can't remember if it was a running touchdown or, or a pass, but he then he then put the the phone symbol up to his head and just kind of rang it, which was such an absolute F you to the Tennessee fans. Cause I, I get, I get why Tennessee fans did it. You know, it's a huge like psychological warfare thing, get them freaked out before the game, whatever, but goddamn to have to be able to do that and then it be broadcast on national television. is just clutch. That's why it's my dog of the week. It's fair. My dog of the week is going to the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who needs to grow a mustache with this name, Tanner Mordecai. I knew this was going to be your pick. Thank you for not taking it from me. You're welcome. 28 for 37 for 379 yards and nine touchdowns. Jesus. In a 77 to 63 win over the Houston Cougars. Also, Clayton Toon for Houston didn't have a bad game. 527 yards, seven touchdowns, three picks. But Tanner Mordecai just embodying perfection oh also went for eight for 54 and a touchdown on the ground incredible game tanner mordecai has been tearing it up this year he had an absurd number of passing yards a couple weeks ago too yeah i brought that up i think or he was one of the people that i mentioned yeah i know we talked about it uh let's see what was it 432 against North Texas and four touchdowns. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely mentioned that one. Yeah. I mean, dude's lighting it up. He should be a NFL draft pick the way he's been playing the last two years. He is currently fourth in the nation in passing touchdowns. I believe maybe higher running for the Heisman because he should be, he should be. He's eighth in passing touchdowns behind Will Rogers with, he has 25. Will Rogers is 26. A guy I said would he light it up, by the way. I called Will Rogers. Not hard to say. A quarterback's going to play well in the air raid offense. Then you have Caleb Williams, Clayton Toon, who he went up against, Austin Reed, and Austin Own with 28. But also, Austin Own is like 30. So he does. Oh, yeah. Uh, CJ Stroud with 29, and Drake May out of UNC with 31. But Austin, er, Clayton Toon had 28, and Tanner Mordecai outdueled him. The battle of the quarterbacks. Dog. This is how we do it for the dogs! Well, that's our show for this week. Uh, Kieran, when I was making the schedule, like, the topic list, I was like, yeah, this is kind of dry. We went an hour. 
over an hour. So, well, that's what happens when we give out about Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, uh, and other rankings. Bugs and bugs, bugs and bugs and bugs and bugs. Can't forget the bugs. Can't forget. All the right, bugs. everyone, have a good, fun, safe weekend, and um, the season's over, and I still want to cry. So they wanted a stable presence, a guy without a lot of scandals, so they hired someone who killed students. Yeah, LSU way. Just going to put that out there just so uh, we don't get sued. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, well, thank you for that. I'm not sure whether I should be offended or taken as a compliment, but, but you know, go on. Put them both in a jousting tournament. It, none of it matters. Texas A&M's going to go 8-4 this year. Half those kids are going to transfer. Are you sure? Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.